On today's show, we talk to Julia about her trip gone wrong. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 220. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today we talk to Julia, and I know I call it the trip gone wrong, but really everything turned out okay. We talk a lot about what to do when something's gone wrong because they had a big issue right at the beginning of their trip. Um, One of the bigger issues I've had anybody bring up on this show. And so we talk about things Disney did wrong, things Disney did right, things Julia did wrong, and things she did right, how she would have handled it if she could go back in time, and some of her suggestions for you guys in case something goes wrong. So um, just to kind of preface this, I will say odds of something like this going wrong for you are you know slim to none, but things do happen. And so even if it's nothing on this level, if something should happen on your trip, take these tips with you. Um, so that you can get resolution swiftly, immediately, and know that for the most part, Disney wants to help you out. Um, So some great takeaways. And Julia, actually, after we were done recording, followed up with me about some additional follow-up from Disney. So when, listen at the end uh, for final resolution to her issue. But enough talking from me. Let's jump into Julia's trip. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Yes, I love talking Disney. So let's talk a little bit about your trip. What were the dates that you guys were going and who were you traveling with? Okay, so we went Saturday, January 28th and came back on Friday, February 2nd. There were six of us total. It was myself, my husband, my daughter who's nine, my son who's six, and my in-laws. We originally booked at Coronado Springs. However, that's not where we end up staying. Plans kind of fell by the wayside and we ended up at Caribbean Beach. Oh, what what happened? What caused the change in resorts? It was an ordeal. It was a rough arrival day. So we flew out uh, of San Antonio at around eight o'clock. Super smooth flight, no issues. The day was going way too well. Uh, We arrive in Orlando, I'm going to say about, it was 11... 50, I believe. We found our mirror shuttle, went over to Coronado. We did online check-in prior. So I didn't go to the front desk. Our room wasn't ready. So we just got lunch there at Coronado, just wandered around. It was about 3.15 when I got a text that room still wasn't ready. They're trying to process it. About four, the kids were getting restless, so we decided to go by the front desk to ask for our swimsuits to get it out of the bag. And I went up to the front and just said, well, how about how how long are we looking at for a room? The girl I was speaking to just had a look of panic after she looked at her little scream, went to go talk to someone in the corner, and they were in hushed whispers, and I knew something was wrong. The supervisor, Christine, came over to speak with us and said that they had lost rooms and didn't really go into further explanation and told us- lost rooms? Lost rooms, didn't really explain, and said, we're moving you over to Caribbean Beach because they have availability. Whoa. Yeah, there was no discussion of options, and it was kind of just like, this is what's happening. We're going to send you over there. That 
is surprising. I mean, they're both moderate resorts, but I don't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'd imagine what you booked was probably more expensive than Caribbean Beach. So I didn't really, I wasn't planning on this happening. So I didn't right, do yeah, research. You didn't, right, yeah, you didn't price it out because yeah. this wasn't something you thought was going to happen. But yeah, I think that's why they said they were sending us there because I guess they deemed it a lateral transfer. Right, right. They are both moderates. So I'm not quite sure what exactly the price difference was. I was kind of just flustered in the moment. You know, everyone's sure. asking me questions. My husband's asking what's going on. My in-laws. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My kids are like, when are we swimming, mom? You know? So I we don't have transportation. We got there on mirrors. They're like, well, you guys can find your way over there, blah, blah, blah. They didn't like, even no. offer to no. help you? It this wasn't until my husband. This is shocking to me. This, this... It was shocking to me as well. I... And I, I used to work, like in another lifetime, I used to work in hospitality. And I've had it happen where, because often hotels, you overbook with the expectation that people aren't going to show up. I don't know that that's so, that is, it happens as much at, at Disney World as it does just, you know, at yeah. the Marriott brand that I worked at. But you overbook. And so sometimes it happens that you have to, you know, send people elsewhere. Because guess what? Everyone actually showed up tonight. But when that happens, at least in my experience, when I worked in hospitality, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but either here's a prepaid voucher for cab to get you to where you're going. Here's a breakfast gift certificate. You give something to be like, I'm so sorry for this inconvenience. Here, Here's everything I can do to try and make it a little less inconvenient. Yeah. I'm also shocked because I would imagine they knew that they were short rooms, why yeah. not immediately call you or text you earlier and be like, please see the front desk or something, something? My question exactly. It wasn't until my husband said, hey, we don't have transportation. They then offered the taxi voucher. I then asked, like, you know, when were we going to be notified about this room situation? We've been here since about one o'clock. We've just been waiting on this room. We got this text saying that our room was being processed, but now you're telling me we don't have a room. She was very nice. I don't want to say that she was rude. She was trying her best to de-escalate Yeah, it's not the, the individual's yeah. fault that this happened, totally. Uh, she said she couldn't speak to why we weren't notified. There was a note in our reservation marked that day at 10 in the morning that there were no rooms. So they could have notified you yes. early. Oh yes. my gosh. Because with Mears too, if you had known, Mears easily could have just been like, all right, we'll switch this over to this yeah. other resort. And so you're not standing yeah. around with your luggage. Oh gosh. Oh, and man. I did ask, were, were the rooms comparable to what I paid for? She said, yes, it's a moderate resort. They recently rent underwent a refurb. It's a very nice place. They have a great pool. So I didn't ask further questions. I'm like, okay, we're getting what we paid for. They called a taxi for us. They gave us the vouchers. They got all of our luggage. I had a grocery delivery from Walmart Plus. They added that on to our thing. And then we were kind of just parked outside waiting for this taxi. And then I'm still getting questions from my in-laws and my husband. Like, why is this going on? What's I can't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. They didn't explain I was flustered and I really should have forced a discussion or asked for a manager of some sort to just figure out why weren't we notified? 
we were not offered anything else from them. That's there so was bad. really nothing. <laughs> but I get that it. In that, in that moment, you're so surprised and you're thrown for a loop and you've been traveling all day. And I get it. I've been in that situation where later I'm like, why didn't I say, like, I should have yeah. spoken up for myself and my family. And I don't yeah. know why I didn't. So, and I, I'm not a complainer. Right. I hate confrontation. So I, and I also do better when I've had time to kind of formulate thoughts. So I was mad at myself afterwards that I didn't speak up for myself, so that we I, didn't advocate. I would suggest maybe reaching out after the fact and explain that part of it too. This was truly upsetting and a very stressful way to start our yeah. trip. I don't know that there's anything that they can do after the fact, but yeah. it's, it's worth maybe trying now that you've had time to process it. I don't know. I I, I might do that if it were me. I but did send an email to guest okay. services. Okay. And I'm not looking for anything, but again, like what you just said, I want them to be aware of what the situation is and also like prevent that from happening to anyone else again. Right. It's not like they found out as you were walking up to the front yeah. desk, they knew for hours. That's yeah. the real issue. They could have discussed it with you hours earlier. Yeah. So then you're sitting around the lobby waiting. Exactly. Like, when are we going to get into our room? Oh my gosh. What, what a start. It okay. was a crazy start. So you moved over to Caribbean Beach. So how was Caribbean Beach? I mean, this was totally unexpected. Were you in a nice room, at least a good location? Uh, I'm not, I didn't do <laughs> like that sigh. I didn't do research before, so I didn't really know what to ask for. I, I was really at the mercy of these people. Like, please just give me a room. Right. I just want. I want to put our stuff down. My kids want to get in the pool. We did speak to Christian, the supervisor there. They were very nice. Caribbean was very kind to us and very accommodating. We got put in Jamaica, building 46, which is very far from the lobby, but close to the bus and Skyliner. So there was uh, pros and cons to the room. The room was nice. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy special. It, we were able to put our heads down and sleep at night, you know. But when we got there, we found out their main pool was closed. Oh, and that was the main reason I had booked at Coronado for the pool. So I was not very happy about that, that, that Coronado is... sent us somewhere that I feel the amenities were not comparable. Interesting. Um, and, and I hope you noted that when you yes. reached out to guest services. Have you heard back from them by chance? I have not. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Uh, and so we get to our room. The kids want to swim. So we go to one of the little quieter pools. And of course, they were disappointed because during our time wandering Coronado, they saw that big old pool and the slide and were excited for it. Was Caribbean Beach offering guests the access to a different pool because that one was closed? They did. Coronado. Okay. They could shell us to okay. Coronado. Did you opt to do that at any point or just no, too much of a hassle? Main, it was too much of a hassle. Yeah, uh, yeah. The main reason we booked at Coronado was because the convenience of having the big pool there. So my mother-in-law had spoken to my sister-in-law who is who works like in the hospitality industry. She was very upset on our behalf. Yeah, yes. Hearing this, I'm like, wow, I can't believe how badly they bungled this. Like, yes. This is so bad. So my mother-in-law went back down to the lobby and kind of handed the phone to uh, Christian, the supervisor, because I just, she she knew the ins and outs better than us. Okay, so you had somebody advocating for yes. you. So yes. that's great. All right. 
I was with my husband down by the pool with the kids and also trying to just get settled, get them something to eat, all of that stuff. It had been a long day. So my sister-in-law did speak with the supervisor and he basically told her in a very nice way, you know, we're not the ones who messed up. It really was Coronado who should have rectified the situation. They should have had you speak with the manager. I'm not sure why that didn't happen. However, he was very nice. He gave us water park passes to Blizzard Beach. Oh, okay. And uh, food vouchers. Okay. Um, so six meals. So somebody did yes. give you something to, to make yes. it right. I, that's, I think that's a great way to fix that, the water park, assuming you have time in your schedule. Because if the pool's a priority and all you get is just like the quote-unquote quiet pool, which often are just, you know, regular pools. There's no slide. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing. That's that's a good fix. And the food vouchers. Okay. Yes. Thank goodness. I'm glad somebody did stepped up and did something. He was very nice. However, like it wasn't offered to us. It was kind of like the issue was You had pressed. to force his hand. Yes. yes. That's yes. that's so surprising to me. It really is. Yeah. And and while the water park vouchers were very nice offer, it really was a hassle. We had not planned that into our Yeah, day. that's why so I said assuming it's part of your yes. step, but it's yeah, you already have full days and going to the water park is a, it, that is another day in itself. So I was very grateful that my sister-in-law was able to kind of speak on our behalf. My mother not uh, in law and I are alike in the way that we are not good with confrontation. <laughs> and we don't want to come off as complainers because that's not our nature. Right, right. But they were very kind. Everyone at Caribbean Beach was so nice and really tried to do their best to make a bad situation better. The rest of that night, the kids swam for a bit. We got settled. And we just kind of crashed after a long day. I was, I mean, I was honestly upset, a little disappointed, just because things had not panned out the way I thought. And I told myself that I needed to really kind of just change my mindset because we had a long week ahead of us. You know? Uh, Yeah, it's tough to start on that note because you don't want that to sour the rest of your trip. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the rest of your trip then. Yeah. So if everything's finally resolved, you're at Caribbean Beach instead of Coronado. So the next morning then, is this going to be your first full park day? Yes, it is. We went to uh, Magic Kingdom uh, prior to uh, the start, like around 7. We opted not to do Genie Plus because my father-in-law qualified for DAS. So we were using DAS. Um, and we were going to just see how things went. If it, if we needed to do Genie Plus on the other days, we would. But we really didn't find that we needed it. So we okay. did not pay for it. Okay. I was able to get the Tron virtual queue at 7. We got boarding group 77. Okay. We were able to get to the bus stop at around 8 o'clock. And there was a bus almost like two minutes after we had gotten there. So it was nice to be near the transportation pieces of the resort. Yeah, you know, if I personally have to choose, I would definitely pick being closer to Skyliner and buses than the yeah. lobby. That's me. Everybody's got different priorities, but that that is where I would choose to be. So I it think was you, nice. Yeah, I think yeah. as far as room location, that's they probably tried to put you, you know, in the place yeah. that most people request, which would be Jamaica. Okay, that's good to know because yeah. I didn't really know where the preferred locations were. So I think they did try to do right by us. Yeah. 
we got to the park. We did do early entry. Uh, we got to the park at around 8.30. So we were able to walk right through for early entry. We didn't really get held back. We were able to kind of walk right to the attractions. We rope drop Barnstormer because my kids were um, afraid of the rides. The last time we went was about two years ago. So I really wanted to build their confidence up on something small and see if they would be more willing to get on more things this time. How did that plan work out? It worked for one. It backfired on the other. (laughs) Okay. My daughter loved it and she got on all the rides while we were there. My son ended in tears, was very upset that we forced him on this roller coaster. Oh, no. And he refused to do any big rides after that. So it worked for one, didn't work for the other. While we were doing that, I got a DAS for Dumbo, which we really didn't need. It was a walk-on because we were in that area. After that, we did Little Mermaid, which was also a walk-on. I went to go get a Nutella waffle while the kids and my husband did the aerial ride. And that was great because I I love those things. Uh, After that, I got a DAS for teacups. And that was about a 10-minute wait, even with the the lightning lane dash pass, whatever. That surprises me. Yeah. I felt like it was really kind of busy in the morning. I thought it was going to be way less crowded just because we were going in the off-season. And that was the main reason why we had picked these dates. But we were able to navigate pretty well. After that, we did a pre-selected dash for the Haunted Mansion at around 1030 And then I was able to get a DAS for Big Thunder Mountain. And my daughter loved it. She had so much fun on that ride. My son did not go on. (laughs) My mother-in-law kind of waited with him. She decided not to get on the ride. I forgot to mention, at 7, I had also paid for the Lightning Link for Seven uh, Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs, yes. So we did that next. And my daughter loved it as well. I got a DAS for Jungle Cruise at 1247. Uh, it was about a five-minute wait with the DAS. After that, we did Peter Pan. Kids both love that one. Uh, and I got a DAS for Space Mountain after that. And that was a really fun ride. My daughter loved it. She did get a little scared, but she did well. <laughs> you know, she went. She started with Barnstormer and worked yes. her way up to Space Mountain. That's pretty good. I know. I was very impressed. I was a little nervous for Space Mountain because it's dark and it's fast. And she did really well. She got off of it and said she had a really good time. So good. We then did Philhar Magic, and then we got called for the Tron boarding group at around three o'clock. Now, is this one? Is your daughter brave enough for Tron? No. So the last time we were there, she did the Flight of Passage Avatar. And it's that motorcycle type um, seating on that ride. And I think that's what really scared her. It wasn't like a traditional roller coaster seat. So when she saw the the ride, the seating, she decided, no, that that was not for her. I will say she could have still done it. And all you had to do was ask a couple of the ride cars, the last car in it are traditional seats. Okay. So you just, you would have had to wait maybe another couple of minutes. But yes, yeah, so if you've got somebody who is disabled and can't use that or somebody sure. who doesn't want to, you can sit in traditional seating. So next time, if you guys go back and she still doesn't want to do that type of seat, 
that is enough. Just tell the cast member once you get up to where they're assigning so what that's lane you're in. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. It was just me, my husband, and my father-in-law who did Tron. My mother-in-law stayed with the kids. And it was about an hour wait in virtual queue. It was such a fun ride. It was uh, We were able to get the front row. Oh, me cool. and my husband and I, my father-in-law was right behind us. It was so fun, but it was very short for the, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the time. It ends abruptly. You're like, oh, wait, it's over. <laughs> yeah. But it was really fun. After that, we were in Tomorrowland. And we just happened upon a Stitch meet and greet, which was really surprising because all the Disney groups that I were on said the only place to meet Stitch was at Ohana Breakfast. So He does pop up in Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't posted on the app. Yeah. So we just happened upon it, got in line, and my daughter was over the moon because that's her favorite character. So he does a really good job of interacting with the kids. So if there's any Stitch fans out there, be on the lookout for him in Tomorrowland because it's not posted. After that, we decided we were going to call it a day. We were wandering out of the park, but I pulled everyone in to get family pictures in front of the castle. Of course. Um, so we did that. And then still on our way out, I saw the silhouette uh, souvenirs station. And yes. I had really wanted to do that with my kids last time we were there, but I didn't find it and I didn't go for like venture out to look for it. So I asked if we could stay and get that done. And of course, met with moans and groans from everyone in my group. They're just ready to get back. But they did appease me and we did do that. You know, sometimes you have to just be like, all right, this is my thing. This is mom's thing. Yes. You need to just suck it up and do it. That was my only souvenir. That's all I wanted. Okay. Explain to people what this is, because this is a really cute and inexpensive souvenir that you can find in Magic Kingdom. So kind of explain what it is. Yeah. Uh, so they do profile silhouettes of, you know, whoever sits and does them. I wanted one of my kids while they're this age, while they're little. And this guy, he just sits and the kids sit and pose for a profile and he cuts out the silhouette just by looking that, at them. And he does such a good job. And then you're able to get them framed and, and they're just really cute souvenirs, different too, uh, and unique. Yes. To yeah. It's, and do you else. remember about how much they cost? Cause they're not um, expensive. No, not that bad. I think I paid 55 total for both. And that was them framed. And so getting them about, framed. Yeah. Yeah. A little over 20 a piece for both the kids, which I thought was just a really cool gift, you know, yeah. for a mom to be sentimental. Oh, and yeah. All no, stuff. I'm all yeah. about the cheesy, sentimental, yeah. all that stuff. While my kids are are young or I only have one that's still young. My others are yeah. teenagers and, you know, they come the yeah, worst. My husband's so. like, what are you going to do with these children? And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? It's what I want. You don't have to question it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to look at them. Okay. That's what I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do. I'm going to look at them. <laughs> After the silhouettes, we were we finally left the park. We did wait at the bus stop for Caribbean Beach for about twenty minutes. I think we had just missed the bus prior to us getting the worst. The worst. (laughs) And we were the last stop at Caribbean. However, we're the we're the first stop to be picked up in the morning, so it's a trade off. And I'd prefer it that way anyway. It's not that big of a deal. So we got to the hotel about six. We ate in the food court with the vouchers that the the resort gave us. And I really enjoyed the food there. It was really good. It was good for quick service type food. Lots of different options. Not everything was fried, which is nice because 
I get so burnt out on that kind of food on vacation. Um, we were in bed by nine. It was a really misty day, so we did not do swimming that afternoon or evening. And I think the kids were okay with that because we had done a lot of walking and we were tired. Now, are you, I assume you guys have two separate rooms. Are you in adjoining rooms? What's the sleeping situation? Because it's it, you it's you and your husband and two kids and then your husband's parents, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, we did. They were able to get us a room with an adjoining door. Oh, wonderful. So two separate rooms, but they had the connecting door. Our rooms also had the fifth sleeper option, which the bed that pulls down. And my daughter opted to sleep on that. My son slept with me or my husband, just depending on how he felt. <laughs> they they don't they want mom or dad. You know, they <laughs> they don't let us sleep in the same bed on vacation. But other than that, it was a very comfortable room. It was good for us. And one thing that I will say, the housekeeper manager on the first day we were there after the whole ordeal checked in with us to see if there was anything she could do. We did ask for a microwave because we were so far away from the lobby and they were so nice and they got us one. Did so they that was really? really nice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never even thought to ask for that. I don't know that that's something they would do. No, it's uh, not normal. normally. <laughs> They'd be like the food court. The food court does have microwaves. Yeah. Just, you know, in case anybody is wondering, there is a public use microwave if you want to make your own breakfast or if you need to nuke something during the day. But but that's so cool that they brought yes. one to your room. When we asked for one, she did say, well, that's not a normal request. Right. But, I'll see what right. I <laughs> but it was nice because my son's such a picky eater. So with the Walmart Plus delivery. I did buy some things that I knew he would eat. And it was really nice after a long park day to not have to walk all the way to the lobby to use the microwaves. We were able to just use that there in the room. But it's I, not when, normal. When you ordered your groceries from Walmart, because you ordered them to go to the other hotel, had they arrived before you guys left? They did. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, how did they get you your groceries? But that's okay. They arrived yeah. before you got there. So thankfully, okay. that was there. And there wasn't that whole issue of it being delivered there and us not being able to get to them. Right. Yeah. So we were in bed by nine. We did not do the fireworks. We did them last time we were there and it just gets so crowded and overwhelming yeah. and it's hard to get out of the park after that. So it was not a priority for us to do that. And we're, we're early type of people but we want to be in bed by a certain so I get you know you're traveling your youngest is six right yeah I get it I have a six-year-old so a hundred percent I understand she wants to stay up and do stuff but it's hard for her you know she's her school schedule at that age they still need 10 to 12 hours of sleep and she's on a schedule because of school and she has to be out at the bus super early so we're in bed early even on vacation so yeah I can relate and we did not get a stroller this time. We did get one last time. So I was a little nervous how the kids were going to do walking because they, you know, like to be carted around on that. Yeah, stroller. who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they did really well. They did better than I expected them to. They did complain that they were tired. There was some times where my son got on a husband's shoulders and, you know, we did that. But they did much better than I thought that they were going to do. So I was proud of them for that. Good to hear. All right, let's move into your next, your second park day. So you guys went to bed early. I assume, are we rope dropping this entire trip? Is that yeah. the game plan? Okay. So where are you going then for your second day? 
So Monday the 29th, we had plans to do two Magic Magic Kingdom days. But while we were at Magic Kingdom the first day, the kids kept talking about how excited they were going to be to go to Animal Kingdom. And that was not on in my plans. We were going to skip that park this trip. Okay. When they said that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I guess we got to make that happen. So we did Time to have rearrange longer... some, exactly. some scheduling. <laughs> we did have longer than normal Magic Kingdom Day. I was going to cut that shorter and just have them be two Magic Kingdom days that weren't so long. But we decided to just get everything we wanted to do at Magic Kingdom in one day. And on this Monday, the 29th, we went to Animal Kingdom. So we were there for early entry. Again, we were able to get right on the bus right when we got there. It was nice being close to that bus stop. Uh, Let's see. We went through the turnstiles by 8.30. We did some pictures in front of the tree of life. And we headed straight to the safari. I was able to get a DAS for that. That was really fun. The kids loved that. We The animals were pretty active that morning. We got to see a lot. The kids just loved it. And when we got off, they asked, can we do that again later in the day? <laughs> so I was going to formulate that into our plans. After that, we did walk Gorilla Falls. And it was really cold this day, at least to me. We're from South Texas, so it's hot there almost all the time. So I was cold. <laughs> It was, I want to say, low 60s. And to South Texans, that's winter weather. You know, you need your big... So the gorillas were not out because the the cast member said it was too cold for them. I was, they were also like, this is yeah, too cold. Exactly. So we really didn't see much. We just walked the trail. Uh, then we tried for the Lion King show, but we were late to the line. And that line is ridiculous. It goes all the way back. And when we saw it, we just said, you know what? No, we're not. We're just not going to do this. Yeah. And to mention, Monday the 29th, Magic Kingdom was going to close early for a cast member event or something. So I feel like all the people who were going to go to Magic Kingdom that day ended up at Animal Kingdom or one of the other parks. It was very crowded in Animal Kingdom this day. It just felt like a ton you of people. You are probably right. I, because so the cast member appreciation, if people don't know, it's just once a year, but they close the park at like 4.30, right? Was it yeah. 4.30 closing? Yeah. Yeah. They, they close it extremely early. So if you go to Magic Kingdom, you're going to see lighter crowds. But if you go to any of the other parks, people are like rearranging their plans last minute, yeah. much like you did, but for a different yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> but they're rearranging their plans because they don't want to be at Magic Kingdom if it closes that early. Yeah. So I, I, that's what happened to us. It was a lot of people to try to navigate again. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was just more than I thought it would be for the time of year. Uh, after we didn't do Lion King... We did a DAS for Navi River Journey. The kids really liked it. It was our first time writing this. We didn't get to do it last time. Uh, then after that, we did Dinosaur. And this ride was really important to my son. Last time we were there, he got off the ride in tears, bawling. Oh, it scared no. him a lot. Yes. He's nine, right? He's six. He's the youngest. Oh, he's six. He's the six-year-old. Yes. Okay, it's your yes. daughter who's nine. I was all right. So four, four is I can yeah. totally see that that being scary yeah. at that age. But when you get off the ride, they you walk through that gift shop, the dinosaur gift shop, 
And after that ride, he had seen this dino squishy that we got him last time. And he perked up after that. But he had lost that dino squishy at Hollywood Studios the last time. And we're like, well, we're not going back to Animal yeah. Kingdom. Sorry. You're not <laughs> just for animal. like a, yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> for a little toy. So this time he was like, if I ride dinosaur, will I get another <gasps> dino squishy? Oh, that's he sounds he like my daughter. That's so, yeah. they are the same age, but oh my, yes. that's so funny. She's like, that ride is terrifying, but that little, st- I mean, it's like the tiniest little store too. Yeah. But she's like that store with all that dinosaur stuff. She's like, maybe you could get me something there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she, we were like, okay, yeah, if you ride the ride, if you're brave enough, we will look for that dino squishy again. So in the line waiting up to it, you could hear him hyping himself up, like, I can do this. I'm adorable. Do this. Yes. Adorable. He wasn't telling it to us. He was literally talking to himself, <laughs> trying to get himself in the right mind frame. We got on. He was scared, but he was able to get through it. And afterwards, when we the ride was over, he said, I knew I could do it. I knew I could do oh it. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute. That's so sweet. Um, so we finished the dinosaur ride. And we were able to find that same dino squishy that he had lost a couple years ago. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so he was super excited and very happy that he had gone on that ride. So it did build his confidence a bit more. And he was more willing to try different rides after that. Still no big roller coasters, but able, more willing to try. He's working after, his way up to it. Yeah, exactly. After that, we did the Feathered Friends in Flight show which we really like we did it last time as well it's just such a good show it's really funny it's really great for kids they both loved it so we we did that after that we went to the boneyard playground um while my daughter went on that dino spin ride my son really wasn't interested in it he wanted to go play on the playground so my mother-in-law took my daughter to the dino spin ride while uh, i went with my son to the dino playground and he had such a blast in there he made lots of he's a very friendly kid so he was making friends left and right on that playground we were there for a good while then we did around one flight of passage uh das this was the ride that scared my daughter last time so she didn't want to try again she just said no it's not for me i've done it i'd rather not (laughs) last time my husband didn't get to do it so he was able to do it this time and he really liked it it was a fun ride. I was able to enjoy it more as well because last time when I was on it with my daughter, she was screaming bloody murder and it had made me so anxious that I couldn't even really enjoy that ride. So I did it this time and it's a lot of fun. It's a good ride. After that, we did a snack stop. We hadn't eaten all day really. So we stopped at that cart that does the corn on the cob in Harambe. We got that quick snack. And then we headed on the train to Rafiki Planet War. Uh, And my daughter really wanted to do the animation experience. She's a little artist. She loves art of any kind. She's uh, really good at drawing that stuff. So she was excited. I just did this with my daughter and she was the same way. She, at first, I will say, found it intimidating. And I don't know if you went through this with your kids because she's a little artist too. And she has like how to draw books and she practices but she messed up initially. And I mean, they move fast and it yes. is, it's, it's like how you would animate it. Like they have you draw like the T and they, I mean, it's the whole thing. 
And so it was hard. She like started to cry at first and I had to talk her through it. By the end, she was fine. But it can be a little intimidating for kids is what I learned. So how did your kids do with the animation experience learning to draw a character? And who did you draw? She was like your daughter. Because she's a little artist, she's a little perfectionist. She wants it to look the way she wants it to look, especially if she wants to look like the example. Yes. And she was really upset that they didn't provide erasers. Yes, my daughter as well. Mine as well. She's like, I messed up. What am I supposed to do when she couldn't fix it? Yeah. She was quite upset. Yeah, that was my daughter as well. She did better. The first time we had done it, she had messed up a lot. And she was like your daughter. She cried at the end because she wasn't proud of her. This time I was trying to kind of hype her up and let her know like, hey, even if it doesn't look like the example, it's okay. But next time if we ever do go back, I will bring an eraser. Right. She had to bring your own eraser. <laughs> yes. We did Judy Hops and she did so well. I think her looked really, really good. She ended the session acknowledging that she had done better, but was mad that she didn't have an eraser because she messed up a couple of areas. <laughs> but she took it back to the hotel later that night and she had brought her little, a small little art kit. And was able to do touch-ups and fix the areas that she didn't like. And then she was very proud of it. After oh, that. how funny. That's yes. so cute. Yeah, for, with my daughter, I had to – with the thing that she draws really well are eyes. So once we got to the eyes, I was like, wow. Like, I made sure to be like, see, like, look at this. Like, yours are perfect. Like, it's perfection. It's perfect. And by the end, it's like, does it look exactly like the example? No. But if you show this to 100 people on the street, 100 people on the street are going to know exactly what character that is. We drew Tigger. And I was like, they're going to be like, that's Tigger. I mean, there's no question. So I'm like, you you got to, you know, look big pictures. Like, this is a professional up here who does this yes, for a living. Exactly. <laughs> it's, his is going to be perfect, you know. Like, we're, we're learning the rest of us. Yes. And I did try to point that out to her. Like, look at how much better over these two years you got. Like, yeah, there's definitely progress there. So she ended up being proud of her work. My son could care less. He was not interested. They offer crayons. Did he take like crayons no, to just color? we didn't know that. So that's good to know. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't announce that. Yeah, they do offer like just crayons and and like just uh, crayon, like paper to to color in. Like coloring sheets. My God, yeah. I can't think of the word. They offer crayons and coloring sheets if your kids don't want to or if you don't want to if it's yeah. too overwhelming. He ended up playing tic-tac-toe with my husband and he drew his own little monster. That works too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after that, we did the little affection station with the petting zoo. Kids both loved that. And then I got a DAS while we were there to do the safari again. Because the kids wanted to see if there were different animals out, if they were going to be a little more active now that it was warmer in the afternoon. I felt, so we did it, the kids loved it, but I found that the animals were more active in the morning rather than that. Even Um, though it was chilly in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So after that, we decided we were done for the day. I had been checking on Everest the whole day and it was down pretty much all day. So we didn't get to do that ride. It seemed to go back up like almost right when we left, of which course. was September. Yeah. But we weren't going to walk all the way back to, to where that ride was. And our feet were done and tired by that time. And we're early morning people. Like I said, we're not, we're not park posers. We're, we're rope droppers. 
we got to the bus stop and it was a driver switch. So we had to wait. Oh, a good the worst. <laughs> we had to wait a good while for a bus, but that's okay. Uh, we got back to the resort at about five o'clock and we had a reservation for uh, Sebastian's there at Caribbean Beach at 5.50. We did go a little bit early, maybe about 5.45 and they were able to see us right away. Uh, it was really good. I enjoyed the meal. It wasn't my husband's cup of tea, but just because he's a burger and a fry guy, he's not he, what he deems fancy food. But he said it was good for the most part. My in-laws enjoyed it. My kids, they were able to bring out a kid's uh, friendly option for them, mac and cheese, tenders and fries. But the star of that chef was the dessert, the coconut pineapple bread pudding. It was so good. That is, yes, the overall feeling about that restaurant is that dessert's the real winner. It was so good. That was probably the best part of the whole meal. And then after that, we headed back to the room. We let the kids swim for about, I'm going to say 40 minutes or so at the quiet pool. And then we called it and that just relaxed in the room and, and we're, fell asleep. Okay. So what is in store the next day? The next day, Tuesday the 30th, is uh, a rest day. So we had debated whether we were going to use those uh, water park passes, but we were also tired. And the last time we went to Disney, we had done five straight park days. And I learned that we really did need a rest day in there. It was just a lot. So we decided we just weren't going to do the water park. It was going to be like going to having another park day, which defeated the whole purpose of the rest day. Sure. So, so what did you decide to do then since you, since your pool's not, the or the main pool, I should say, is yes. not open, which I'm guessing had been in your plans for your rest yeah, day. It was what a are disappointment. You doing but I, we also really didn't want to do the whole shuttle to another park thing. You know, it's just not convenient. So we did end up having the kids just swim there in the quiet pool. And they, the resort was doing the big pool, I guess, recreation activities at the different quiet pools on the resort. And it just so happened that day was Jamaica quiet pool uh, recreation. So we did have an Ohana breakfast this morning, though. And the main reason I had booked that was to meet Stitch because my daughter really meet Stitch. So we did do that first. We did that. We had a reservation at 1030. So we slept in a little bit, didn't get up as early. Did do the bus to Magic Kingdom, but we, it was a slip of my mind. I really wasn't thinking about it. It was general entry by the time we had gone to Magic Kingdom. So we were in those lines for security with all of those, uh, the regular yeah, yes. uh, entry people. And my husband's like, what's going on? Why are we doing it? I'm like, oh, this park is opening like the, for general admission. So we had to wait in a pretty long security line. But after that, it was a pretty straight shot from on the monorail over to the Polynesian. We did all hunter breakfast and it was so good. I think that was the meal we enjoyed the most. I really love good. that breakfast. It's so good. It is delicious. That breakfast pineapple coconut bread was delicious. Everything was good. We enjoyed everything. Even the kids enjoyed it. The character actions great. Uh, Lilo, Stitch, Mickey, Pluto. Kids had a really good time with that. We didn't really explore the resort. We really wanted to get back to the resort, our resort, because the kids had been asking to swim 
pretty much the whole time over there. So my husband actually took the kids back to the resort with my in-laws so they could go uh, swimming. I wanted to go to the French Quarter and explore that. And I also wanted to go to Disney Springs. So I got on separate bus from Magic Kingdom. We had gone back to get on our bus stop. I had gone on a separate bus and I went to the French Quarter first. So I really wanted to try the beignets. I was still really full, so I didn't eat them right away. I just took them back with me. And then I also, from French Quarter, took the boat to Disney Springs. And I just kind of explored, didn't really buy anything, just wanted to look around. And I was there probably for an hour and a half. So it was pretty busy, crowded. But from there, I took a bus back to our resort and joined my husband at the pool. I did some laundry while the kids were swimming. The kids participated in the recreation activities there. So they had a good time. And the pool wasn't crowded at all. And I'm not quite sure why. I'm guessing people were at the park or something. It was in the middle of the day. Yeah, or or they may have just moved over to the bigger pool, you know, because I was curious how that affected because the quiet pools are smaller. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, were they going to be super busy or so that's good to hear that that wasn't the case. Yeah, I was that they were going to be super crowded for the smaller pool. But there weren't a lot of people there on the city. It was really my kids and maybe three other families there. Not a lot. After that, when we got finally got the kids out of the pool, um, we had learned that they were going to do shell painting there at the resort as one of the activities. My daughter, being an artist, wanted to go do that. My son could care less. He, <laughs> he decided he was going to have uh, some tablet time while, while his sister went and did that. It was about $8 for the shell, but my daughter was able to design it and paint it and all of that. After that, we returned to our room. I finished up laundry, got them out of the dryer, and we just relaxed in the room for a bit before going back to the lobby. And we just ate in the food court area again. And then that night after dinner, we headed over to, I'm thinking Martinique Beach. Because they were doing the campfire there. And the kids really wanted to roast some marshmallows. And they really liked that little area. My son was just running around that whole little beach on the hammocks. It was a cute little setup. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. For anybody who hasn't been to Caribbean Beach, there are beaches. You can't go swimming over there. But (laughs) talk about like the beaches and the campfire. Yeah. So there are different beaches I, I believe for every section of the resort and they do nightly campfires but I believe they move it to different beaches I don't know if it's weekly or nightly I'm not quite sure but this day we had gone was at Martinique Beach and have a cool little setup there's a fire pit where you're able to roast mar- marshmallows you can roast them for free but if you want a s'mores kit I believe it's about seven dollars we did buy one of those we actually bought two, one for each kid. And they provide the sticks and you roast your marshmallows. But it's a cute little setup. There's hammocks and chairs everywhere. It's very quaint. There wasn't a lot of people. It was a fun little activity to do after just, uh My kids really enjoyed it. Yeah, you're not able to swim. It is sectioned off from the water. But I was able to get a couple of really cute pictures there too. Like with the Riviera in the background, it came out really nice. So... It's a fun little activity to do with your family. And if you don't want to spend the money, you can just roast the marshmallows. 
you know, so it's not something you have to pay anything for. Yeah, the campfire and the marshmallows, it's such a fun, inexpensive activity to do in the evening if the parks are like, all right, this is too overwhelming. I've got yeah. like a little guy who maybe doesn't want to stay up or doesn't like fireworks. Maybe the fireworks are overwhelming. They also do the campfires at Fort Wilderness. Okay. And, you, and they sell like the the kits if you if you want to do the full like s'mores experience <laughs> you could just hang out by the campfire and not pay anything you could yeah. just roast marshmallows so a great either free or inexpensive thing yes. to do especially if you've got kids who maybe don't maybe you don't want to keep them in the park or they're they don't want to stay in the park exactly. later in the evening it was a cute little thing to end our night with after that we did walk back to the room and we called it again on early night like we really did need this day to rest, and I'm glad we decided not to do the water park. I think we would have just been so exhausted moving forward because we still did have two more park days. Yeah, uh, it's not like it. I mean, you could just at the water park grab uh, a, a a chair, whatever, maybe like by the like by the the wave pools or something. But yeah, but you're right. It's not the same relaxing experience as like just sitting by the pool at your resort and yeah. it involves like shuttling in your bathing yeah. suit to no one. I, I totally get that decision. And I'm glad that you recognize like we need a for real rest. Yes. Day. Like you knew what was best for you and your kids. And, and I'm glad you stuck to it. The weather, didn't feel like water park type weather. Either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also that. <laughs> so I'm, we were happy with our decision. We never told the kids that we had these water park passes. Ah, yes. I was so, going to ask if the kids were upset that you skipped the water parks. They didn't even know. No. You handled that beautifully. Mom, <laughs> I don't tell the kids anything until like right before because I don't want them to be disappointed if plans don't work. It's a need they, to know basis exactly. in your house. I understand they did that. Not know about they did not know about this Disney trip until the night before when I said, actors is going forward. Right. You never know what's going to happen, right? Yes. You don't need the complaining if something falls through. <laughs> exactly. So Hilarious. they knew nothing about it. They were perfectly happy with their quiet pool time. And it was a nice day. It was a really nice day. <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Let's move into your next day. Then what park are we going to the next day? We Wednesday. January 31st, we went to Hollywood Studios and we did early entry again. Because we got moved to Caribbean Beach, we now had Skyliner access, which honestly, things could have been way worse. I, In retrospect, being at Caribbean Beach was kind of a happy accident because we now did have Skyliner access. And that's my favorite mode of Disney transportation. It's just way less stressful. Yes, and quicker. yes. It moves so fast. Even when they don't let like a long line scare you too yes. with the Skyliner. Even if the line's long, you're moving and you will be on that Skyliner in yeah. a matter of minutes. Yeah. It is the best transportation. By the time we went, there was really no line. We were able to really just walk up to the Hollywood Studios queue. We were maybe three families back. We got on right away. Caribbean Beach to Hollywood Studios is a straight shot. And I don't know, we were probably on that thing for maybe five minutes. So super easy. The kids love it because it's also like a ride to them. So really enjoyable mode of transportation for us. Uh, we got to the park. So my husband, thinking that the line was going to be long, we actually got to the Skyliner queue at 745. 
we were at the park before eight o'clock so seven fifty ish yeah five minutes and we were through the turnstiles by eight of eight ten they actually let us back earlier than eight thirty, and we were able to go straight to the mickey and minnie's line that day there was a huge school group there they were all wearing neon green shirts and we were behind them in that mickey and minnie's line and then the line was kind of out to the very front of the ride and we were thinking oh gosh like we're gonna be in this line forever but i think that they started the ride early because of it the line moved pretty fast like once it started moving we were able to go it pretty quickly um we started that pre-show by 8 29 and we were on the ride by 8 40 and off by 8 45. after that we did swirling saucers it was a five minute wait and we just walked on. There was no DAS for that one. After that, I was I got a DAS for Rise of the Resistance. And my son has recently become obsessed with Star Wars. So he really wanted to go on this ride, but was scared at the same time, thinking it was going to be a roller coaster. We weren't able to do it last time, so I really didn't know what to expect. But my husband had shown him a video of the ride, just kind of looking it up to see if this might be something he could do. And my son decided that he was going to be brave and try it. So we got on and it was almost a 20 minute late, a wait with the DAS pack in the line. So the line was kind of long, but we loved that ride. It was so fun. That ended up being my son's favorite ride. And he was so proud of himself that he was brave enough to try it. So <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. My daughter enjoyed it. We all really enjoyed it. After that, we mobile ordered Woody's Lunchbox at around 11 and we were able to get a table it's always hard to find a table in that area so we got that food was good we really enjoyed it after that we did a dash for smugglers run and we also didn't get to do that last time we were there that ride was so fun i mean i know it's not it's not like super scary or anything like that you're just in that pot but for us as a family of six going in there it was pure chaos but in the best way because my daughter and her, my father-in-law, they were the pilots. My husband and son were the gunners and my mother-in-law and I were the engineers, but the kids just really enjoyed thinking that they were, you know, on this mission and doing all this stuff. My son had so much fun, like shooting things. And my daughter and father-in-law were terrible pilots, but it was so funny. <laughs> and it was just so fun to be in there. And just, I don't think I laughed any harder than the whole trip than that ride because just the chaos that was going on i know i know people are always like oh it was such a bad pilot I'm like that's what makes it so yes, fun exactly because <laughs> when they you're like into running into things everything. yes that's what makes it so fun so it was fun for our family after that we did star tours and my son and my daughter were both given a 50 dollar souvenir limit so my son had been saving his for something Star Wars. He decided he won a lightsaber. I mean, not the fan. And we were looking at the plastic. There is a type. wide variety. Yes. Just in case anybody, like I know I've talked about the crazy expensive ones because of my husband, but there is quite the variety of like little kid plastic, cheap ones yes. up to 200 and something dollar lightsabers. Yes. So you'll find and, something in your price range. And he didn't know any that there was any really fancy ones we told him like hey we're gonna find you one you're gonna get the one that is the amount of his gift card exactly. and that'll be that'll be perfect uh -huh. 
So after Star Tours, we did that gift shop that's right there, I guess, in that area. And he found a $20 plastic lightsaber, which he is perfectly happy with. And he still had $30 left. So he got some Star Wars figurines, which he's been playing with nonstop. Since oh, then. how cute. Yeah. So he really was happy about his. My daughter, being the stitch lover, she had gotten a really cute stitch sweater that, I mean, it's so crazy expensive. That was about $50. <laughs> But so, and we also got our little stitch keychain. The the ones that are magnetic and can stick to your clothes. Oh, like that you put on your shoulders. Yes, that, I can't yes. think of what those are called, but yes. Yeah. The, the shoulder ones. Yes, and there's a magnet so, inside. Yeah. So that's supposed, does it actually stay? I've never purchased one, but I've heard it people does. complain. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> it does. At least for her, it has. Good. So that's what she had chosen. So we had the souvenirs out of the way. We did, we stopped for a drink. And the kids wanted Mickey bars. They, I don't know how many Mickey bars they had on this trip. They were loving it. Then after that, we did Frozen Sing Along, which was cute. We enjoyed that. It was nice to just sit and rest our feet for a bit. During the Frozen Sing Along, I had gotten a Rise of the Resistance DAS because my son wanted to do it again. However, after the show, when we went back, the ride was down. So we didn't do that. We did wait around a little bit. We sat and waited and it didn't look like it was coming back up. So we were ready. We had done everything we wanted to do at the park. We decided to leave at about two because the kids were asking to swim. <laughs> so their priorities are the pool yeah, at that age. <laughs> I was so disappointed by the whole pool situation because I knew that this was going to be a big deal for them, but it worked out. You know, it is what it is. We were back to the room at about... 2.40, the kids went to the pool. They swam for a good hour or so. We, they showered. We did dinner again at the resort in the dining hall. And then my in-laws took the kids back to the room. My husband and I went to the bar area, had a drink. So kind of just relax and unwind. That's so then, nice to have the parents there for that oh, reason. Man. So you can step away and have like a little mini date. Just the, yes. just the my adults. My in-laws are the best. They're always so helpful and I was so excited that they had agreed to come with us because it, it is it's just so nice to have yeah, the that other set of hands there. yes so we went back to their room and we called in a night another pretty early night we were in bed by like eight o'clock nine we kind of just need that time to decompress and relax to tackle another park day do you I'm curious whenever I hear anybody who's like traveling with younger kids because I know I struggle with this because my daughter goes to bed so early where, what are you doing in that? Are you guys just going to bed early as well? Or I guess you have the adjoining rooms. You can sneak over to your in-laws room. Like, what are you guys yeah. doing when the youngest so are going do, to bed? We do wind down time. We did take the kids' tablets. So we do allow them to have some tablet time before bed. I mean, that's probably not what you should do, but that's what we do. It's vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so we do give them that time to kind of unwind and do that. And then we do end up just shutting everything off and going to bed with the kids. I mean, at Disney, you do so much walking and we're exhausted at the end of the <laughs> You're day. You're like, it's like fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we do. We end up just going to bed with the kids and calling it in with them. Yeah. That's what I find myself doing. I'm like, I wonder if everybody's going to bed at 830 who travels with. Exactly. Like, young kids. I know I told my husband when we were at the bar, I said, man, we're such losers. We're going to be asleep by nine o'clock. <laughs> We're not even going to take advantage of this time that they are with the grandparents. We're going to end up back at the room. 
you're tired too. You're exactly. also, you know, you're the one who, when they're tired, you pick them up and Welcome. you're doing a ton of walking. Exactly. So the next day, Thursday, February 1st, was our Epcot day. I did try to get the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. I swear I pressed join queue like right at seven and it was already out. It had said that there was no more room for it. It had already ended. That so makes I me did wonder if they're for... selling more. Because you're not the first person to say that they're like, I don't know why I wasn't able to get the Guardians. Yeah. I feel like really... I've been hearing that a lot more recently. I wonder if they're selling more spots. You yeah. know what I mean? And like have yeah. fewer of the free. I, I don't know. It's it just... feels like that that was the case. I'm not sure. But I was not successful in getting the Guardians queue at seven or at one. And I Oh wow, you tried again and still. Oh. Yes. So I did pay for the Guardians of the Galaxy Lightning Lane for nine fifty. And it was sixteen per person. But I'm really glad I did that because it was such an awesome ride. Like I would have been really sad if we didn't get to it's do it. It's so much fun. Yeah. So we did the Skyliner again. We were at the park by eight o'clock. We were held back by France until eight fifteen when they let us through. And then it was just like a mass crowd to Remy's which is where we were headed and it it felt a little overwhelming the amount of people that were all in one place because the right the line has no rhyme or reason it's just like a free-for-all at that point <laughs> so we rope dropped Remy's we were in line by 8 20 and it was a 20 minute wait the rope drop which is not bad that's not bad at all yeah that line fills up so fast like it gets all the way down after that, we did a DAS pass for Frozen at 9.15. And while we were there, I think it was a little before, I got the school bread. And that's in Norway, right, by Frozen? Yes. Yes. I got the school bread. And that was delicious. It was so good. So that was a nice, like, morning treat. And then we stopped for pictures. And my son was not happy. <laughs> I think we, I think just all of it was this last park day. He seemed overtired, so he was not happy about starting stopping for pictures, and that seemed to put him in bad mood for a while. After that, we went to Guardians of the Galaxy Lightning Lane, and it was so fun. Like, favorite ride of the whole trip. My daughter loved it. All of us loved it. My son did not do it, so we did do Rider Switch. My in-laws took my daughter, and once they went and got off, my husband and I went on. And that was super easy to do not a big issue at all after that we did pre-selected das for soren both kids really enjoyed that and then we did a pre-selected das for test track and my son decided not to ride this ride he thought it was too roller coaster ish for him and decided not to do it but in i really wish he would have tried it because i think he would have enjoyed it after that we did turtle talk with crush which was super cute but also super crowded it just felt like lots of people at epcot this day um after that i tried for the one o'clock virtual queue did not get it and then we headed for lunch i did a mobile order for fish and chips from uh the yorkshire pub i guess that's what it's called we were all the way by the land pavilion so we knew it was going to be a walk to get to lunch I put my husband in charge of navigating because I was trying to do the virtual queue. Uh-oh. <laughs> he took us through the World Showcase from the opposite side. So we walked 
the See, whole world you went be- like Mexico yes. around? Yeah. Oh boy. When, in retrospect, we should have gone right. That way. You should have gone. You should have started at Canada. Yes. And gone that way because you're way closer. Yes. <laughs> and while we were, while I finally picked my head up to see where we were at, I remember telling him like, "Oh, I think you took us the long way." And we were all pretty tired at this point. So we were a bit snippy with each other. And he thought, I'm going the right way. You told me to navigate. This is where I took it. So I'm like, I really do think we went the wrong way. And while we're walking all these different countries, it's like, you know what? I think you're right. I the wrong way. So that was like a 20 minute detour. The wrong way. Just the long way. Yes, exactly. And it's funny and it's funny now looking back at it, but we were, it was not funny in the moment. Yeah. We were the tired time. Yeah. And hungry and our feet were hurting and kids were like, are we there yet? Like, why did we come this way? We finally got to where we're going. We had the fish and chips for lunch and it was really good. I enjoyed it. After that, my kids and my husband and mother-in-law, they sat for a while. My father-in-law and I went to get the ice cream sandwiches in france the brioche bun ones yes yeah so we got those really good i enjoyed it it wasn't great but it wasn't bad it was it was good i don't know if i would do it again but it was good uh after that we walked through the world showcases again uh because my son wanted to take samurai pictures in japan he wanted to be in front of the the house is there in Japan and do his best samurai impression. That was very important to him. So we did that. Uh, we kept walking, got some caramel corn and my husband got some beer in Germany. We did frozen again with the das. And while walking, we did a walk on to the Grand Fiesta tour boat ride in Mexico. Uh, after that, we did pictures in front of Epcot. Kids were in a better mood, so we got better pictures. Then we did another dance for Soren. We did walk on Nemo and the kids both wanted to walk through the aquarium. So we did that afterwards, which was, you know, fun. The kids enjoy all the animal stuff. So that was fun. After that, we went back to the resort. This was our latest day. We went back around six and we were super tired. <laughs> After all the walking You did here. a lot. Like, I got to say... It definitely sounds like Epcot was really, really busy. So I'm impressed, like, as you're listing these things off, like, for how busy it was, like, considering, you know, you you couldn't get either virtual queue and just all these things that you're saying, I'm like, ooh, it sounds like it was a really busy day. Yeah. You did so much. You got a we lot did done. Do yeah. I'll say we wouldn't have been able to do as much, like, a half of what we did without dad. So... I was really grateful my in-laws came with us because the only reason we had that was because of him. So that was a really easy to use system. I find it way easier to use than Genie Plus. I, I was going to ask if you had to compare using the two, what makes DAS easier to use than Genie Plus? I think that it's just a lot easier to be able to pick a ride in real time and not having to do that time frame of that genie plus provides and you don't always get the times that you want with genie plus so it kind of skews your planning really with uh das it's like you're entering the line right when you would want to enter and it's just nice that once you use it you're able to get another one the order that you would like to use i just found it to be way easier than genie plus 
I'm glad it worked out that way. Yeah. And it really, it sounds like it it made all the difference it did. this day in Epcot. After that, we were back to the resort at about six. Uh, we once again just did dinner at the resort. Uh, my husband took the kids to the pool while I started the whole packing process. And we were in bed by night, this night. Okay. And then the next day, you guys are heading back? You're heading home? Yeah. We are heading back the next day. So I was at five in the morning to finish packing, getting everything ready. The kids slept in a bit. Our flight was at, and I can't remember, 11. 11.50 was our flight. So Mirrors was scheduled to pick us up at 8.15. I did a breakfast in the dining hall just because I'm the type who needs something to eat uh, on a long travel day. We were... At the airport by 9.15, no issues with mirrors, found them super easy to use. I will say it is hard to find their their area when you're arriving from Southwest is where we were using. So it's kind of a long walk. With Disney's Magical Express, it this there used to be signs in the airport that were like Disney's Magical Express. It was so much easier. But now it's just, it's like transportation. Yeah. So you're like, all right, which side am I supposed to be on? So just make sure you're going to the correct side and then just go down, down, down. Just yes. escalator, escalator, escalator. If you've never used it before, it's hard to find for the first Yeah. Time. Yes, uh, I will That would be my only con about it. I, other than that, I found them to be a really easy to use service. And even with having to change... Uh, resorts i was able to do that really easily and change my reservation online to change it from coronado to caribbean uh so super easy to get back to the airport we all had tsa pre-check except for my mother-in-law she had some issues with her paperwork and it didn't get approved in time so i made her a clear reservation and she was able to get right through with that oh good good so no issues with that we were at the airport early and that's the downside that. of mirrors is yeah. they drop you off so early. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just do mirrors one way for that reason. Or I'm like, I just, I need to, like, if I have an early flight, I'm like, I need to just take a Lyft or an Uber to, yes. back to the airport because I don't want to be up at, you know, 3 a.m. to yes. get on a mirrors bus. <laughs> My husband's a paranoid traveler, so he really appreciated Ah, that. yes. Yeah. So he found comfort in that. But, and our flight wasn't too early so it didn't matter that much but I could see like exactly if you had a very early flight oh yeah the number of times I've sat in it's gosh what are the two restaurants it's on the borders on one side and I think it's like Ruby Tuesdays like the airport restaurants that I'm like well I have three hours so I'm gonna go (laughs) pay for some overpriced you know chips and dip at on the border (laughs) in terminal a oh my gosh okay so what What's the biggest, because you you referenced your previous trip quite a bit, like this happened last time. And so we, you know, we adjusted and did this this time. What's the biggest thing that you learned from your last trip that you would want to to impart on listeners that, you know, you took advantage of this trip? Yeah, I will say the rest day was a huge deal for us that night. Like, I'm really glad we decided to add that into our plans this time. I felt like for our family, we really did need that day that wasn't go, go, go. So to have that was awesome. And another key takeaway from this, at least for me moving forward, is I'm not going to always trust that online check-in moving forward. I think 
I will from now on double check at the front desk upon arrival just because we lost so much time on that first day waiting on a room that was never going to that so unfortunate I wonder like how long would they have let you sit there if you had not eventually walked up to the desk yes what a missed you know opportunity for them to really like quickly inform you and make things right and make it like this happened but what a positive experience because you know they reached out and offered us this or that so that being said what's your biggest tip for people who run into issues you talked about things things that you did things that you wish you had said or done so like if somebody else finds themselves having an issue what do you, what's what's your tip or takeaway i will say anyone's ever in the same situation as us i would not leave that resort until you get some sort of resolution or explanation from them. I would force that discussion. And it doesn't have to be confrontational. You can pose it in a way that you really just need more information or explanation or clarification, whatever it might be. I wish I would have had that conversation prior to, because once you leave, it's 10 times harder to get some sort of resolution. I did do an email to guest services and I have filled out the survey because I did it yesterday and I I was not looking for anything new or extra or anything for them to tack on to us. I wasn't one of those opportunists looking for anything. I was really just disappointed with someone dropped the ball somewhere and I wish that it would have been explained to us or we would have been given options prior to them just saying like, this is where we're sending you. Right, right. Instead of, oh, you've been sitting here for three hours. Here's your new hotel. Have fun getting there. Why wasn't it a discussion? Because in my mind, as somebody who worked in hospitality, yes, they sent you to something equivalent, but it turned out that that wasn't what you were looking for because their pool wasn't there. You send them equivalent or better. If yeah. you're like, okay, well, you know, how's the pool there? If you had had that conversation, yes. that might have come up. Let's make sure we preface this with typically Disney handles these things beautifully. And Dental. so this is quite surprising, but that's how I would have liked to see that handled. So you're right. Force the conversation now. And and you're also right in that it doesn't have to be confrontational, It, but it's a discussion and it's a discussion that needs to be had because you paid for something that you didn't receive. Exactly. Final question. When are you guys going back? So my husband says, this is it. We were done. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see. The kids really enjoy it. I enjoy it. And my husband can say he doesn't all he wants, but he did. He did have a really good time. So I'm not sure when, maybe another couple of years. We're not the type who would go every year. There's also other trips we want to take. But we will definitely have another Disney trip, regardless of what he said. <laughs> yeah, whether he agrees or not, it's happening. Exactly. Maybe a Disney cruise, maybe Disneyland. Yeah. You know, there, there you know, there, there's so many options. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your trip with me. I think this is some really, really great information that yeah, you shared. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you again to Julia for sharing her trip with me. So I had said that she reached out to me after we were done recording to follow up on what happened with her quote unquote lost room at Disney World. 
So they moved from Coronado to Caribbean Beach. Like she said, there were issues with the pool, uh, which was the whole point of her picking that particular resort. The guest services representative at Coronado or at Caribbean Beach was kind of throwing it back to Coronado, which wasn't my favorite thing. You know, I didn't like that. They were like, well, it wasn't our fault and tried to throw it back to the other hotel. Yes, it wasn't your fault, but you, you know, you're all Disney and to the guest, it doesn't matter. So... I wasn't thrilled with that response, and I wasn't thrilled that she had to push to get the water park tickets. And so these are the things that she let guest services know. She sent them an email once she got home. And like she said, she wasn't asking for anything specific. She was just like, here's this issue, this big issue that I had, and I wanted to make you aware because clearly like something got lost in in training or something here. Um, And so Disney did end up getting back to her, and they offered her a gift card to make up for the issue. Now, I I personally would have liked a partial refund, but Disney doesn't do that. They just don't. So don't expect a partial refund. Um, but they did offer her a gift card, which you're saying like, all right, she just told us at the end of this episode, they have no plans to go back. So is this the best solution? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you can use the gift card pretty much anywhere Disney. Um, I think the only place you couldn't use it is probably a subscription to Disney Plus, but you can use it um, at DisneyStore.com. You can use it at any of the parks, cruise ships. So I think a decent resolution. Um, she did get a decent dollar amount from them. So some satisfaction, some resolution here. I would have loved to see it happen at the resort, but you know, I think just take her tips where if something happens like this, speak up immediately. Um, really fight for yourself, advocate for yourself if something has gone wrong. Disney doesn't want you to leave unhappy. They want you to feel satisfied. So speak up uh, when you are there. And, you know, even if something like this doesn't happen, I hope you take some of these tips with you. But I think that is it for this episode. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can leave me a voicemail message. There's a link in the show notes. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the parks.